Now boarding all nerds for Pop Airlines Flight Direct to San Francisco, where your in-flight entertainment will be today's episode of Pop Music for Smart People. Today we're popping over to the West Coast, West Coast, where Ryan interviews his good friend Steph Wells, the creator of musical project Summoth, and talks to you about the super talented Lolo Zawiya. And now let's welcome your host, the popcorn princess himself, Ryan Courtney. Hello, hello, hello. It is I, your popcorn princess herself, Ryan Courtney. And welcome to another episode of Pop Music for Smart People. Uh, I would just like to thank everybody for listening. It really means a lot to me. This is a little passion project of mine. So yeah, thanks for tuning in and and listen to me talk about some cool new music and some cool artists. And hopefully I'll take some music away from this because that is the goal. Uh, just for any new listeners, just so y'all know, uh, there is going to be a sound that goes off uh, throughout the podcast. Uh, it's kind of like a little popping sound. I try to do it every week, but I um, cannot do it correctly. But it's kind of like, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> once again, nothing like it. But you'll know it when you hear it. That is your cue to pause me, if you so please, and go to the playlist that I've created. You can either find that on my website, popmusicforsmartpeople.com, or you can also go to my Spotify, Pop Music for Smart People. Or my Apple Music, which is also Pop Music for Smart People. And I have playlists for each episode there. So you can pause me, uh, go to the playlist, play the song that I've mentioned, and then come right back to me and, and start me back up. Yeah. It's a really difficult process to try to get the music on the podcast. And I just felt like it would make the podcast, you know, a little long. This way you can do it at your own prerogative and your own pace. But I do highly recommend listening to all the music because she is over here just trying to give y'all some bangers. So, I mean, if you don't need, if you don't want any bangers, then ignore the playlist. But if you want some bangers, she's trying to give you some bangers. Okay. So I would listen to that playlist. <laughs> uh, no, but I really do appreciate everybody for listening. Um, one other thing coming up on March 26th, I do have a, um, awesome interview coming out that I did with Noga Erez, who is a badass from Israel that is making some bangers. She's making some good music. Uh, so yeah, we did a pretty long interview. I'm going to release the whole thing on March 26th. That's the same day that her album Kids drops. Uh, she is also doing a virtual concert on April 1st and 2nd, I believe. And those tickets are $25. So go and get them because it's going to be pretty amazing from what I've seen on her social media. I think she's trying to put a show on for us and I have already got my ticket and I'm here for it. Uh, you can buy some merch too with it. She's selling albums and t-shirts and all kinds of stuff. But yeah, y'all go support her because she's... Just about us. That's making some, you know, delicious music for us. So, yeah. Love you, Noga. All righty. This week, the name of the episode is Let's Pop Over to the West Coast. And I am featuring two artists making amazing pop music on, you guessed it, the West Coast. <laughs> there was no trick in that title. Just literally, they're making music on the West Coast. Um, I have a special treat up first because I got to interview a good friend of mine named Steph Wells. Her artist name is Sumif. And she is an unapologetic queer artist making some must-hear electro-pop music. So without further ado, here's our interview. And then stick around after because I'm going to tell you about Lolo Zalia, another queen making music on the West Coast. Okay. All right. Hello, everybody. And welcome to back to the show. Um, I have a special guest here with me. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Steph. I My music project is called Summith. And... 
I'm excited to be here, Ryan. Yeah, me too. I'm so excited. I know it's been uh, it's been a minute. I think the last time was when I was in San Francisco. Yeah, I think I about you. that all the time when I drive past that bar we were at. And I think, oh, last time I saw Ryan was when I was there. Right there at that bar, yeah. <laughs> right there, yeah. Um, and I'm, not, I'm so sorry. I've actually been saying Sumif, so I've been saying your group name wrong, and I apologize for that. It's Sumif. Hey, it's actually a funny story. I named my name this because one of the reasons was that it was something that I thought people would mispronounce. <laughs> and I have a, a PR theory that if people don't know how to say your name, they just say it more. For example, like the band Haim, when they first came out, I was like, the, the band, the girl, like Haim, Jaime, Haim. Hey, yeah, Haim. <laughs> right, like, right, like who cares how you say it? But then we'd be having like a full conversation about that band. And like, I don't care how you say it. So, so thank you. I'm glad yeah. you got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, that's amazing. That's awesome to hear that. And that actually was into my first um, thing. I, it's, you know, it's been so long since I, mean, I saw you in San Fran, but I really have never like known how this all got to start after you left Nashville and went to out to the West Coast. So if you don't mind, like, just tell me how some have got started. Yeah, for sure. Um, I moved to San Francisco from Nashville. In Nashville, I was writing, you know, country acoustic pop songs on my guitar. And I thought that's all, that was like my world. All I could do was play guitar. I thought electronic music is hard, computers, software, I can't yeah. do that. Um, but it was right around the time of like the rise of Spotify when uh, music became way more accessible to listen to. And I'd listen to these baby bands and I'd go, then go to their show down the street for $15 and I would bop around and I'd be like, this is fun music. Like, I love this experience of like dancing to the music. And when I was playing acoustic guitar at shows, it, it wasn't like danceable and it wasn't much interaction with the audience. Yeah. So I mean, there's I a certain wanted... kind of dancing that happens at Nashville bars, but not no, probably not what happens at your bars. <laughs> no, I wanted a. Uh, I wanted music that would make people move. Like I love being in a show and jumping up and down. So I wanted to make that music and I was like, okay, I'm going to try to do, I'm going to try to change genres, do pop, make it more electric pop, electronic pop. So I set off and I started to like try to find duo partners. I put out ads on Craigslist and I started working with different people. And what I learned was that the bare bones basics of production, putting down a simple baseline and a drum beat and then writing a melody on top were doable, something yeah. I could actually achieve. So I started watching a lot of YouTube videos and teaching myself production and and would make uh, do my very best to make some tracks. And I have a friend uh, back home in L.A. who's a great producer, and he would help me mix them and finish them and polish them, make them sound great. Amazing. And I just wanted enough songs to play a live show because I was just, just wanted to play live so badly. Yeah. Um, and then luckily I met another guy on Craigslist who he's like, I don't have time to be your duo partner, but I would love to help you with your live show. He's like, I've played in bands. I can tell you how to do it. And he really set me up. He's like, you need to learn this software. You need to buy this equipment and you're going to play this. I'll play guitar. You sing. You can trigger these samples with these buttons. And I'm yeah. like, okay, okay. So I learned it all. And my first show, I was like trying to book it and no one would have me they're like oh your first show like you're not gonna have anyone here like sorry like try another it's hard thing. yeah it's hard getting like started it's tough and then but i was like no i i know a lot of people in the city i have a lot of friends like yeah. i'm gonna be able to pull numbers and i've got so many no's finally this venue said yes and we sold the place out that's amazing like had almost 300 people there and they had cut me this door deal that was uh 
it was definitely in my favor, but it was like in the bar's favor for the first like 25 people or so. And I think they thought, I'm only going to have 25 people. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. Have to pay me anything. <laughs> but then, you know, 3,000 people show up. So at the end of the night, the the doorman's like handing me thousands of dollars. <laughs> so thank just, you. Yeah. He's like, oh, wow. We'd love to have you back sometime <laughs> yeah. soon. I'm like, but I want to yeah, work out a new deal. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so that was probably, wow, almost like five years ago now. And that's it feels amazing. Like yeah, yeah, it's been a while. It's I know, I feel while. like whenever I, like, discovered that, you know, you were making music, and then I just got into it, like, right out the gate. I love your music, by the way. It's awesome. Thank you, Ryan. You're welcome. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, actually, they do my next thing. My favorite song of yours, and I have listened to it, like, probably 2,000 times, is Lay Down. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that Thank song. You. You're welcome. So Thank t- you. Can you tell me a little bit about that song and just, like, how it came about? Yeah, let's see. So I was listening to a lot of Sylvan Esso at the time, and they were like my, yeah, so good. And it was like, they had just come out. I think I saw them in a festival and I was like, I was like, this music seems kind of simple, but it's so like, I don't know, it has these nuances. It's so unique. So I think I was listening to like, Hey, mommy. Oh my God. That song is, I've seen it live and that song is everything. So good, right? Yeah. So I was listening to that and I was like, okay. It has this like repetitive, like background layered vocal that's like really simple. Da, da, da. And I was like, okay, I, I didn't want to, you know, obviously copy it, but I'm all, all my songs are usually like influenced by a song I hear yeah. that I love. And I was like, how can I make that unique in my own, but like kind of like, you know, take a bit of that style. So if I actually so interject that, really quick, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, so I did I did an interview with Noga Erez, which is coming out on March 26th. Um, yeah. And she's a big Israel uh pop star but she we had the same conversation it's so funny that now in like both my interviews uh about how pop music it's like this fine line between like recycled and like you know or uh it's like a tribute almost you know like yeah you're, you're totally. wanting to like you're you love that sound that they did and you're wanting to like kind of like restylize it in your genre so it's just yeah. something cool that it has come up in a couple times but yeah and i think that's like you know music in its own it's new music is always kind of some kind of homage to the past and yep. you're taking bits of something that is someone has already created and you push it a little further or different. So, so yeah, I honestly haven't thought about creating lay down in so long, but I remember listening to that song. And then I was like, I, I played a few simple piano chords and just the first words that came to me, like, lay down, won't you take me down? Yeah. And then I just like sang that over and over again, played the simple piano chords and it just like spilled out of me the the whole melody and like a lot of the lyrics. And then I sent it to my friend who's a poet and I was like, Hey, can you fill in any of these gaps for me? Like I want something, something more unique than what I have is the lyrics are pretty basic. And she wrote in the more unique lyrics um, and told more of a story with it. And I kind of told her what I was thinking. And so uh, she wrote more lyrics, sent it back to me. We finessed them and then had my longtime collaborator and friend Dave uh, in LA do the do most of the production on it over my you know piano chords and my layered vocals. Yeah, and, I mean I'm not gonna lie. The part yeah. like the, what gets me about that song is when the that do 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 like yeah. kicks in. It's because it takes yeah. a little bit, but when it does kick in, it's like oh man, like it's it's it's, it's a like, powerful oh, yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, it's also one of my favorites. It's so fun to play live, and when yeah. I when I play it live, of I you know. I, I, I have it leading up into like darkness and then the strobes go off when the 
when the beat drops and it's super fun, I do a weird crazy dance and I again try to channel uh the girl from Sylvanessa. So yeah. I well, I can't wait to see you live. Get weird. When all this is over. I know, I know. It's so it's been <laughs> it's been like a year and a half now cuz I played my last show like the October before October 2019 was my last show. Yeah. So yeah, it's so weird. It's like, so weird. I mean, I I talked about this on the last episode about the last live show that I went to see me and my husband a couple uh, doors down from us. It's this little venue called Beat Kitchen, and we went and saw Isla there. Oh, and yeah. uh, it was just such like a cool concert, like so like it was just like small little place, and like she was crying, the audience was crying. It was just like a really like intimate moment. And I was like, yeah. I can't imagine if my last show had been like awful, you know, like I was right. so happy. It was like a really good like experience because I didn't, we didn't realize how long we'd be in this, you know, it's been, it's been a minute. Totally. Yeah. The last, so it's funny you say that the last show I went to before COVID was today, a year ago, March. That's so nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. And I was just looking through like my iPhone memories, you know, of like, where were you a year ago? And I was like, oh my God, I had flown to New York for 24 hours to go see Chelsea Cutler at Terminal 5 with my friend who was like, she's like, come out, we're going to go to the show together, it'll be so fun. And a year ago, I was jumping around with uh, hundreds of sweaty people at Terminal 5. Yeah, it's so bizarre. I know. Wild. To think about how long it's been, it's like, ugh. Um, So how is your music um, influenced by being a queer person in, in pop music? I think that I... I really try to be vocal. I always have been always trying to like, you know, I've not ever hidden my pronouns. I know a lot of uh, artists sometimes will choose to not use pronouns to give away that they are queer or if they're singing about, you know, a man or a woman. But I am in the camp of like mission normalize. And the more that we talk about it and the more I'm like, yeah, I'm a girl singing about a girl. Absolutely. And this is normal. <laughs> so you know, I've tried to make a point of that and always being proud of it and always like never trying to skirt it or be like, oh, you don't know what I'm singing about. I'm like, yeah, this is this is my life and this is real and people sing about real shit. So. Yeah, no, I really feel like that is kind of going to be the key. The next big wave in pop music is like normalizing it, you know, and making it it doesn't have to be a theatrical, you know, production of being gay. It just is. It's, this is my story and I'm queer and and I'm, you know, I like pop music. I like to produce pop music. So it's, I think that's really exactly. cool. Yeah. It's funny. You say that of just like, you know, having it not be the main plot, but having it just be a part of. Yeah. Just, just it, a, it is what it is. Yeah. It just is. Right. And I was thinking, uh, that movie that just came out, um, I care a lot. Have you seen it yet? I have not seen it. What is it on? So it's with Rosamund Pike. It's on Netflix. Okay. It's amazing. It's like, you hate the main character cause she's evil, but the main characters are, are lesbians and they don't even like that's not even discussed or talked about. It's zero percent of the plot that they're gay, but it's just like, oh, it just is. Yeah. And this is one of the first times I feel like I've watched a movie where it's like they don't harp on it or they're not like there's not a coming out story. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't like, have to be about that. It just can be about real us living our real lives because that's what's happening every day with us. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's yeah. yeah so. Cool. It's I love to that. Happen. Yeah, it is. I know. Well, people like you too are are kind of paving the way as well. So I love that. <laughs> Um, so your newest album is In Transit. Yes. And that was, that came out when? 2020? Yes. Wow. No. Yes. 2020. I'm like, what year is it? Oh my God. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Who knows what year it is? 2036, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Right. It came out, um, October 23rd, I believe of 2020. Yes. Cool. 
tell me a little yeah. bit about the album and just like you know what's yeah. it what's it about yeah so i moved to la uh to you know try to get more writing sessions and, and work with more producers in 2019 and i started getting in the room with people who i just loved writing with and i had also just started this relationship that i was so cra crazy about but there was always like this piece missing of like it was never right it was never mutual it was never it was always kind of like a push and a pull type yeah. thing so there was a lot to write about to say the least <laughs> got it uh, wait 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 an album written about a relationship that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> i know i know how original uh but so it was this this you know it was so intense and passionate and like and then it was just so like gut-wrenching yeah and so the relationship was from like january to october and i wrote all these songs and the whole album is a chronological chronological retelling of certain points in the relationship. So it goes from the first song I wrote right after we met and the last song I wrote right after we broke up. See, I love and, that because I can go back and like listen to it and uh, and like listen to it that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and listen to the, the whole story of, and it's interesting for me when I listen back to it right after I wrote it, even um, I, I was like, wow, like I've, I never felt safe in this relationship. Like, yeah. At the time, maybe I was like, oh, no, like, it's good. Everything's good. But when I listen back to my lyrics, even, I'm like, <laughs> no, I always knew something was wrong. Yeah. Like, I should have just trusted my like, dad. You're, you're, yeah, like, yourself writing the album was trying to tell your future self, like, hey, no, this exactly. is actually... And you listen back, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's fun also for me to just after I wrote all the songs and I printed it on vinyl and for me like printing it and being able to hold it in my hand it's like here's this this tangible representation of not only this body of work that I worked really hard on but uh the relationship and I can just send it off into the universe Absolutely. and now it's gone yeah. you know it's yeah. uh it's tied up with a little bow and it's out of my world yeah uh so I get that yeah um, it was a process my favorite song on that album is Sign. Great, great. Is it, now that I know what the album's about, is that, <laughs> was that like, tell me about that song and like what, like what part of the album that comes in? So that is like, po so the, the, there was just this underlying issue the whole time and like six months into it, I'm like, hey, I can't do this anymore unless you fix this, unless you deal with this thing. Yeah. And, um, but in this period, it was like, it wasn't like a, it was a, like a, I don't know. I didn't know what was happening. And I just wanted so badly to her to figure her shit out and like sort her shit so she could come, she could be with me. Yeah. Um, but so I was like, just please give me a sign. Tell me anything. Tell me you're trying. Tell me I'm worth it. Give me any kind of sign. And I was just like, I'm so in love with her. And does she even care about yeah, me? Yeah. Yeah. I see. Awesome. Yeah. So that was. I mean, that's not awesome. That I'm one sorry. I, I didn't mean to say that. Say it like that. No, awesome. No, no. I remember going into the session that day, and my friend Neek produced this song, and and she was like, "What? What do you want to write about today? What are you feeling?" I'm like, "I think the working title was called like hopeful," <laughs> and <laughs> and I was just like, "Let's write something like sad and hopeful because like you know maybe I next have, week yeah. she'll so reach out and yeah. like whatever, laugh out loud now, yeah." Um, <laughs> But honestly, that's I think that's what makes music so good is when it's not, you know, just like the purpose of this show, this podcast is to really feature artists that are making, I say, real music and not just like pop music that I think is just, you know, kind of like 
pushed out for the masses, which I mean that could still be amazing. Don't get me wrong. I love, you know, Lady Gaga, I love you know Julepa, <laughs> but some of their some of their music is pushed out in a almost mathematical way to for the most people to listen to. So I think real stories and like real yeah, pop music can be real. It doesn't have to all be like, you know, um yeah. I don't know, fairy tales and Yeah, <laughs> I I'm I'm trying to trying to keep it real out here. Yeah. You're doing a good job. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so what is next for you? Like what's on the, what's on the docket next? I know it's been a crazy, crazy year, you know, crazy time. Yeah. So what do you guys have any plans, you know, for after things do calm down a little bit and more people are vaccinated? I mean, obviously like playing shows ASAP. Um, but so when, when COVID hit and we went to lockdown, I was like, okay, great. I'm going to be so productive. I'm going to (laughs) write so many songs. I like made myself a schedule every day. I was like, okay, music for these three hours work out music for three more hours, you know, make dinner music more. And I made myself this super strict schedule. Um, I was like furloughed from my job. So I was like, okay, here's my time. Like I have always wanted, you know, a paid vacation to write music. And that's basically what I was getting. And I was like, okay, it's my time. And I worked really hard for like two weeks. I wrote two songs. I produced them from the ground up. Cause I was like, all right, I got to save money now. I got to produce my own shit. I can't be paying producers now. Uh, so I spent so much time and effort and uh, in two weeks. And then I was like, I think I'd rather go ride my bike all day. Yeah, I exactly. Rather- <laughs> I basically just like lost all motivation. And I was like, I'm going to start baking bread. I'm yeah. going to start like cooking random things during the day. And I just lost it. And then I met my now girlfriend and I fell in love and I put a lot of time and energy into building that relationship. And that is, uh, it's taken me to where I'm at now where I'm like, all right, it's time to get back to work stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We, absolutely. we moved in together now. So now I spend, we spend a lot of time together and, uh, well, congratulations. I'm ready to work. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's, you know, that could be motivation too for the next project is, you know, a new relationship yeah. and, and finding that again. So that's awesome. I'm excited to hear yeah. what comes next for you. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, okay. I like to do this little thing. Uh, so each episode of my show is pretty much a different category. Um, and they're all kind of like personal categories. Me and my friends started this game called category is, and pretty much how it works is one person picks a category and then everybody else, you know, picks a song that they feel best fits a category for them personally. And we literally play it all the time. We'll like we'll play it like over Zoom, like in different states. But um, so I just wanted to ask you uh, two different categories and get your answers. Are these answers. my own songs or any song? No, no, no. These are any. Yeah, you're just picking okay. any artist, any song. But um, yeah. So the first one was oh, my first pressure. episode. I know it's on. Uh, so my first episode was called "Artist That Made 2020 a Little Less of a Dumpster Fire." So someone that you okay. either discovered in 2020 or that you listened to a bunch in 2020 that you know helped you get you through. That year, because it was a, yeah. it was an effing crazy year. Um, so was. yeah, I would love to hear your your pick for that category. Um, okay, an artist that I've been listening, I, I've I've known about her for years and years now, but I've been listening to a ton of Fletcher, okay, who is another queer artist. Yep, and she's put out she put out this killer like mixtape EP, whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't know, maybe October. I Who knows what time is. Literally, the t- timeline on everything is yeah, crazy. Yeah, who knows? It's uh, 
But so I've like been following her for a long time. And then it was like speculated, was she dating this like YouTube celebrity and all these <laughs> And I'm like really, you know, into the goss. Like yeah. I'm, I'm on like, the hot I'm on like Tumblr reading oh like, okay, what, what do the kids know? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed to be admitting this, but yeah, I'd be like, so, uh, what's her deal? You know, is she gay? What's happening? And then she released this, uh, this EP with all songs that she wrote like about her ex and then her ex filmed a music video for each of the songs oh wow um and her ex is like a she is this youtube celebrity lesbian we call them who does like a lot of photo and film stuff yeah so her ex made all these videos and one of the videos one of the songs called sex with my ex and it's just this like video montage of the two of them (laughs) and it's like okay so it's like fine. It was also like they never were publicly out together yeah. in the relationship until they broke up, and then this EP came out, and they were like, "Yeah, and yeah, we were together." And That's so here's, crazy. Like, here's this EP. So talk about storytelling. Talk about great visuals. Queer artists, queer women, queer beautiful women. Love that. Um, it, it's got all the things. They're bops, total bops. Highly recommend it. It's uh, the EP is called the Sex Tapes, Perfect. but it's like. S and then parentheses EX. So it's like X tapes. Yeah. But it's like sex tapes and all her, her ex did all the filming. So it's like, whoa. Oh, uh, um, that's awesome. No, that's literally like the point of category is, is like to try to get new music out there to people that, you know, uh, haven't heard it. So that's awesome. If Great. someone hasn't heard yeah. of her. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. I want to do one other one, which was my last episode. And that was called Butter Voice, though. So a little pun there. And it was just all about people that have those voices that make you melt, like butter. Like, just... So I did... I don't know if you know Moss Kenna, this guy um, named Moss Kenna, and then uh, Chloe um, Angelides, and Le- Leanne LaHavis. So I did those three. I featured them, because they all three just, to me, have voices that are just nuts. Butter but... voices. So just, yeah, a okay. voice... Like, those, okay. like, just those voices that you put on, and they make you just, like, melt. Okay, um... Voices that make you melt. Okay, okay. It's funny that actually one time I was chatting with someone like years, a couple, it's probably a couple years ago on like a dating app. And we were both talking about this artist, Sasha Sloan. Okay. And this, I was like, wow, her voice is like butter. And the girl I was talking to was like, oh yeah, total gel pen voice. I love that. And I was, yeah. And so then I was like, oh my God, that's like amazing. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, so uh, Sasha Sloan comes to mind because of that conversation. Yeah, I mean, you literally, you literally said her voice sounds like butter, so it's literally the perfect <laughs> yeah, answer. Yeah, literally, that's it. And now you can say you can tack on like sounds like a job. Yeah, a, a job pen. Absolutely, like it, it, I'm absolutely going to do that. I'll mention it on this podcast, actually. Yeah, on this great. episode. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. I um, if you just want to like kind of tell everybody where um. Like where they can find you or any things you got going on right now that you want people to know about that might yeah, be listening to the show. I'm on every platform you could ever want to listen to music. It's Sumif, S-U-M-I-F. And Sumif is also an Excel function. So if you just Google Sumif, you'll find a lot of stuff about Microsoft Excel. <laughs> uh, but if you type in Sumif Music, you'll find me. Um, awesome. I'm on Instagram, at Sumif Music. Sometimes I'm on TikTok, but not really. So like, whatever. I know, know. TikTok. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to master it. It's it's honestly like I'm it's 35. Hard. I'm 36 now. I just said 35 and I just turned 36. 
and I'm trying, but it's it is for the kids. Like I'm just like I know. I'm trying so I'm hard like, to like be like do all the like trends and stuff right? like that. To, like, but trying it's, to stay it's relevant difficult. here. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Stuff, stuff out here. Awesome. Yeah. Well, it was so well, good talking to you. You as well, Ryan. I miss you. Thank you I so miss much you. For- Ugh, I just love her so much. Uh, y'all, please go support Samif on Spotify and Apple Music, and follow her on her social pages. I'm so excited to hear what she does next. And Steph, I love you. Thank you so much for doing that little interview with me. All right, y'all. The next artist I want to talk about is breaking into the pop scene with unique sound and an army of bangers. I'm talking about she got a whole army of them. Her name is Lolo Zalia, and her discography has got me a shake at my ass all over my apartment. I'm talking about... I know that I find a lot of artists with their, their whole discography is good, but I'm talking about this girl got me dancing everywhere in my apartment. The first song that I would like to talk about is called Moy. She sings a song in two languages, French and English, highlighting her French roots. She also has a lyric that discusses leaving her home of San Francisco to travel and perform. So this song literally just kind of, she's literally talking about, you know, being on the West Coast and, uh, and you know, having to leave where she's from because she moved to San Francisco at a really young age. This song is such an effing vibe, y'all, and it will have you feeling like you are in some exotic, dimly lit lounge, if that makes any sense. Do y'all understand that? <laughs> These things just, like, pop in my head where I'm just, like, when I listen to a song, I literally just imagine myself in, like, a lounge in Morocco, just, like, dimly lit, and this song is playing. I'm just, like, smoking a long cigarette, just being, I don't know, just being scandalous. <laughs> so I hope that makes sense to y'all. And she also does a little sneak attack on this one with a nice little cute beat change right near the end. So you think you're done. You think you're done dancing. You think she's like, let you go. No, right at the end, she has a little cute beat change that makes you really move your body right before it ends. Like she is almost teasing you to listen to more of her music. And let me tell you, it worked. I am still listening. It's a trap, (laughs) y'all. It's a trap. But but get caught in it because it's a good one. Okay. A little bio on Lolo. Lorene Rebeha Zalia, who goes by the artist's name Lolo Zalia, is a French-born American R&B and pop musician. Born to a French mother and Algerian father in Paris, France, Zalia moved to San Francisco when she was just three months old. She released her debut album, High Highs to Low Lows, in 2019, and also co-wrote Still Down on the Grammy Award-winning Her Album, who is another Bay Area artist, so just got all the little Bay Area queens over here okay the next song that i want to talk about is called caffeine and this one is a favorite amongst my friends it will make you dance and has such a swag vibe to it like this is definitely a ryan courtney duck-lipped smug face expression when i dance to it okay let me have to break this one down so y'all remember my like fancy footwork uh my fancy footwork dance i did for y'all well, this, okay, so I have, like, I have several different expressions sometimes when I dance, but sometimes I just get this, like, I'm talking about just, like, lips all the way ducked out, smug as, a, smug AF face, like, like, do not come near me. Like, this is disgusting, this is nasty, and that's how I be dancing with that expression on my face to this song the whole time. It's actually, like, quite a mellow song in terms of the beat and arrangement, but still somehow turns you up, like, what? Caffeine. <laughs> Y'all will get that when you listen to the song, which hopefully you're doing right now. And hopefully your face is turned into a duck's face and you smug AF right now. Hopefully there's a dog in the room and you're just serving it up to him. Just letting him know who's boss. 
Alright, y'all. The last song is called Beautiful Lies. And uh, this is a single that she dropped in 2020. This song could have been in last week's episode because her voice in this song is I'm talking about straight butter. The first time I heard it, I definitely got full body goosies. Like the beat is so simple, but just plays beautifully with the overall vibe of the song. And you could definitely feel the meaning of the lyrics through the tone in her voice. So I listened to the songs while I write my outlines for each episode. And I actually had to literally turn this one off because I just kept getting lost in it. And not writing anything down. <laughs> like, literally, I'll be like, okay, now I gotta write about this song. I put it on. No, I come. I came to three minutes later again. I just, like, kept doing that. And finally, I was like, okay, I just have to, like, go on what I know. Like, just go off memory here. Because otherwise, you ain't gonna write nothing about this song. Um, okay, y'all. So, to recap. Her name is Lolo Zawiya. Her debut album, High Highs to Low Lows, came out in 2019. Her music can be found on most major streaming platforms. So, go follow her on Spotify and Apple Music. Her handle on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok is her name, which is L-O-L-O-Z-O-U-A-I. So go follow and support her on those platforms and let her know that Pop Music for Smart People sent ya. Uh, Lolo, if you hear this, I would love an opportunity to chat with you about your music. I am a massive fan, and I just would like to thank you so much for making music. Well, y'all, that's a little uh, flavor from the West Coast that I wanted to bring to y'all. Um, I, I don't know, really know where everybody's listening from. Hopefully there are some West Coasters listening. To my Midwest and my Southern people, uh, that's a little West Coast flair for you. So y'all please dive into these artists. Guys, I would love it too if y'all wouldn't mind um, going and following me on all my social pages. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok, Instagram. Uh, yeah, it's under Pop Music for Smart People on all of those is my handle. Also, I have a website, popmusicforsmartpeople.com, where you can Go and drop your submissions for category is. I would love to get y'all's category songs for each week. So whatever song you feel best fits this theme this week, which is a West Coast vibes, give it to me, drop it to me. Uh, also, yeah, if you guys will go follow me on Apple Music and Spotify and subscribe on Apple Music. And if you like the show, please leave me a five star rating and a review. That would really help me out to get this uh, podcast out to more people. I also am accepting donations for the podcast. If you feel so inclined, uh, I'm doing this out of you know my own pocket, but really the biggest thing to, for me is that you guys are listening. So that is what means the most to me. But if you so desire, the option is there on all my show notes on pretty much every listening platform and on my website as well. You can donate uh, to the show. I also um, have some exciting news coming, but there will be some merchandise uh, from some of my favorite quotes and some Pop Music for Smart People logo stuff. But that will be coming out soon as well. We'll be able to order it and get it shipped right to you. Uh, yeah, no no must, no fuss. So look out for that as well. Coming soon. Uh, guys, please also to tell your friends, your family, your squad, your lifeguard, your local politicians, your pizza delivery guy, and your elementary school principal if you like the show. Or you know what? Even if you don't, because who knows? Maybe they will. All right, guys. I will meet y'all back here same time next week. And I got two artists you are definitely going to want to know about. Bye!